Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to another podcast episode with Stepanka. How are you all doing? So I just want to share with you my current vibes. I want to share with you what's going on in my life before I dive into this episode. I just want to give you that feeling of what's in front of me, around me, what I am up to at the moment. Because when I'm listening to someone else's podcast, I always like to know the vibe. Like, what are they up to? What's going on? So at the moment, it's raining pretty heavily outside. So for those of you who are new to this podcast episode, I live in England. I live in a county called Devon. I live in North Devon on the coast and it's very rainy, a very wet day, but I'm all right. I'm all cozed up inside. I have got a beautiful sacred space set up all around me. I'm just looking at my like sacred space in my home where I've got a huge angelic candle burning right now. I have been collecting some beautiful well, rocks and stones over the weekend. So I'm literally just messing with them. I'm holding a couple of them in my hands right now. And I have used this, and let's see what's going to happen. That's going to be fun. I have used this throat chakra oil on me today for the first time. I was really guided to go to this shop yesterday. And I think I even know who guided me there, but... And I bought a candle there and a couple of these oils. And it's really the first time I'm using them. One of them is like an aura protection oil. And this one is like throat chakra oil. So as we know, throat chakra is all about speaking your truth, being truly authentic and just speaking from your heart. Because really when you think about it our throat is really just an extension of our heart so you might have those messages in your heart but sometimes they might get stuck in your throat and you don't end up sharing them you end up not speaking your truth and then you're not authentic to yourself which you know it does happen absolutely I've been there myself so I've just used it throat chakra oil so let's you <laughs> what messages will come through me today for this podcast I've literally just wrapped a little bit on my throat <laughs> to be honest if any of you know how to use them let me know because there are no freaking instructions on it 
<laughs> I did ask the woman in the shop and she said, oh, I think you can just put drops on your skin, on the chakra area and on your wrists and yeah, or you can put it in an oil burner. So I don't have an oil burner right now. But yeah, so I just rubbed it a little bit on my throat and the back of my throat as well. So let's see how my throat will feel and what truth bombs will come through me. So I'm just having a very, very cozy vibe right now. Um, I am drinking a beautiful hot tea in this lovely cup my mum made um, probably a couple of years ago now. She uh, makes beautiful pottery and you know sometimes you put something away and then you forget you have it. So this is what happened with this gorgeous cup and I love my beautiful cups. If you follow me on Instagram you will know that I post pictures of my cacao cups and all and so on but yeah I completely forgot about this one for ages so now I'm just like using it like all day long <laughs> so I'm feeling very cozy I've got my beautiful sacred space around me and because it feels a little chilly today I am actually wearing my dressing gown just over my clothes I don't know if any of you do it at all I do it all the time so I've got a couple of dressing gowns so one of them I'm just wearing over my clothes right now to feel a bit warmer <laughs> even though it's June you know it can get chilly if it's rainy and I don't have the heating on right now I'll see how I feel later on but let's dive into this podcast episode. So I really want to keep it very authentic today. I don't actually have any notes, any agenda, any program for this podcast episode. I just want to answer a question I've been getting asked quite a bit. And also about an hour ago, I was a guest speaker in one of my colleagues or friends uh, memberships and we I did a masterclass for her and a group of women she's leading about fears insecurities and today we had like a Q&A session like a really informal interview it was just so beautiful so from my heart to hers really beautiful grounding talk about fears insecurities and she asked me so many great questions and both of them were about my own personal journey and the lessons I have learned and I realized that actually I've never really fully shared my own journey when it comes to becoming a hypnotherapist when it comes to following my soul's calling and to following like the deeper knowing inside of me that I'm here to create something that I am here to support and guide other people and I felt a little emotion during the interview and I'm like wow I'm actually so proud of what I have overcome and all the different lessons I have learned on my own journey and I thought, let's hop on my own podcast while I'm feeling this beautiful energy and let's share it with ooh, a motorbike or whatever that was. So I thought I'll just share my own journey with you and I'll keep it pretty authentic. And I know I have probably shared like bits and bobs here and there in like different podcast episodes or in different Facebook videos and so on. But I've never really shared like more about me and about the different lessons. So what I'm going to do today, I'm going to share with you 
my personal journey of becoming a hypnotherapist, not just qualifying, but also what happened before. Let me know whether any of you resonate and can relate to this. I had like a knowing I wanted to help people. I wanted to make a difference in this world for a very long time. But I did not always have this clarity. It's not like I always knew I wanted to be a hypnotherapist, a coach. Um, and I never thought of having a podcast, creating videos, none of that, you know. And that's the thing, your journey will be always evolving. It's not like you will one day wake up and you will have it all worked out. There will be a moment when you will come across a challenge and things will change or you will have a breakthrough and you, you will have a little more clarity. And that's the thing. I also want to just let you know that you get clarity from taking action. Sometimes we get stuck in like overthinking, overanalyzing and then we're not moving anywhere and we feel even more stuck because we're just not taking action. And what I mean by taking action, sometimes it might be about sending this email, sometimes it might be about making a call, doing a bit of research, trying something. And very often when you get disappointed and it doesn't lead to what you want, that is a blessing itself. That is literally like guidance in itself because you will get more clarity. You get in clarity, you get in confidence only from taking action. It's never about just meditating on your limiting beliefs and overcoming them in the mental space. It is then about actually applying what you're learning, what you're going through. So I'm not gonna start like when I was really little and I'm not going to describe my whole journey like with all the different things I studied because I studied at one university then moved over to the UK studied something else for a couple of years then started studying hypnotherapy and so on so I'm not gonna go into like every single detail in that respect I'm just gonna share with you that what there was a moment in my life when I was finishing my uh, college course in the UK. So probably most of you will know I am originally from the Czech Republic, as you can hear from my accent. And I ended up staying in the UK. That wasn't planned. I was going to stay only for three months as a language student, as you know. And as the universe would have it, I would end up staying here. And now it's been years. <laughs> And yeah, I wouldn't change any of it. But when I was younger, I never thought I would end up living abroad. <laughs> really never thought about it. But life is a journey and I am embrace all of it. And to be honest, there is something deeper over here that called me to England. And I really resonate with um, English countryside, with the different places so I feel like my soul has lived here before in one of my past lives definitely so there is a there is like I do resonate with this place and the area where I live as well so um I was finishing my college um degree and obviously I could either ended there and look for a job so I finished studying I had a degree in events well I do have a degree in events management and marketing and I 
could either go and find myself a job or as most of my classmates you would go on and do one extra year and my family everyone expected of me to go on my teachers because you know I had really good grades as well so everyone expected of me to go on and just um, study one extra year to get another degree and Deep down, I knew I didn't want it. At the same time, I did not have the clarity. I didn't know what the hell I wanted in life. And, you know, you think, oh, you're going to get a degree and then you're going to know and it will be all worked out. You will be this grown-up adult and things will start making place sense. But the thing is, they never do. (laughs) And doesn't matter how many degrees you have, there is... You know, there is different kind of learning in life. So I I give myself this space. I knew like, okay, I this doesn't resonate with me. It actually made me feel contracted thinking about continuing in what I was studying for another freaking year made me feel contracted. And this is really the first lesson I want you to notice and remember. I get asked about intuition all the time. How can I hear the whispers of my soul? How can I understand and hear my intuition? And I always say that when you think of this possible solution or whether this thing is yes or no, and something makes you feel contracted and you feel this sense of dread and there is hardly any or perhaps no, usually no excitement whatsoever then you know that possibly this is not the right way forward at the same time my ego was still playing a big part and I was buying into the fear of like oh my god I've studied for so many years already why would I not do one more year my parents would say yes of course you have to go on and get this degree my teachers would say that my classmates were doing it and yeah I just felt really held back and didn't know what to do because at the same time I was good at what I was doing. I was good. Obviously I was working full time. I didn't mention it. I was supporting myself. I did not get support from my parents with this university degree in particular. They did not agree with my decision. So I was in it by myself and still I was getting so influenced by what other people thought, what they expected of me. So this was a big crossroad. But back then I was really committed to my own personal development. I was really committed to my meditation practice and and I was spending a lot of time outdoors. And I feel that by us going into nature, spending a lot of time there, you are literally opening yourself up to receiving more guidance. There is so much wisdom in nature. And oh, what is this Albert Einstein quote? I think that something along those lines that in nature you get to know your own nature. And I totally agree with it. So during this time of my life, I would really make the effort to go out into a local park. So back then I was living in Bournemouth and I was living in the center of the city. Well, it is technically a town, but, you know, it's much bigger, much busier than some cities in the UK. just doesn't have the status of a city because there is no cathedral. So there you go. (laughs) Um, 
and I would make the effort. I found myself a little sweet spot in, in a local park and it was like this exercising area, but nobody knew about it. So no dogs could go there. There was like a fence all around it. So I felt really safe to meditate there. And I would take my blanket or yoga mat there, my crystals, <laughs> all my spiritual stuff. I would just grab it, take it there. And I was spending a bit of time there in the afternoons. I felt contracted to be in the city, in, in the busy bus all the time. So um, that was like a really good practice back then. And I feel that really helped me to have the patience. Because what is going on sometimes, we're not getting the guidance. We are not getting the answers we want. So me wanting to know what is the next step, what is the next step what do I do? What am I meant to do in life? And I wasn't getting any answer. And I, I've, I've got a feeling I even had like a card reading session or something, something like this. And I just couldn't work it out. And to be honest, I did not feel like I could speak about it to many people. I didn't feel many people would get me. And back then I did not have, actually thinking about it, I don't think I had anyone in my life who would get it or at least I didn't feel I had some anyone I didn't have any like spiritual friends in my life I didn't have any people who were like into self-development and would understand that you know what I should do and what I really want to do are two different things. I had my cousin, yeah, my cousin, she's been on the same journey with me for years now, so I'm sure I was discussing it with her. But other than that, I didn't have anyone in Bournemouth in person. Um, so I would go out into the spark and that was my grounding practice. Even if I just took a book there with me and I would be reading a book, I would be just grounding myself in nature there. And I kept constantly asking for guidance, but I said, I surrender it. I surrender the guidance and I trust that I will receive the information. I know I am meant to do more in this world and I know there is a mission, but events management and marketing, as much as it served me in the past, it's no longer aligned with who I am becoming. And that spiritual part of me was just getting bigger and bigger. And the thing is, I don't want to say that studying events management and marketing was the wrong decision in the first place. I don't think so because not only it was the reason why I stayed in the UK and now I know you know later on I got together with my partner with my you know gorgeous other half and I would not have it any other way so I am so grateful that I stayed in Bournemouth and you know got together with him. Such a huge blessing but Obviously, events management and marketing is so far away from me being a hypnotherapist. But it really helped me to improve my English as well. So I feel it was one of those things I had to go through because my writing skills in English got better. I really grew my confidence because I was getting such great grades, <laughs> great grades. And 
Um, and yeah, and I was just getting a little more settled in Bournemouth. So I feel it was part of my journey. But at the same time, then I knew I wasn't going to continue and do extra years somewhere else to finish it off. And But I wasn't getting any guidance. I had no clarity on what it was going to be. So I just kept surrendering it. And it was like the first time in my life when I stopped pushing things. I stopped forcing things to happen. And I just kept affirming, believing and trusting that I am guided, that I am on the right path and that my success is inevitable. And there will be guidance and I will find out soon. And then it was probably already maybe May and I was ending um, almost well I almost finished like the course I believe maybe my last exam was the end of May I'm not 100% sure now but I wasn't any clearer I didn't know anything else about where I'm gonna go what's going to happen next But again, kept affirming, kept believing, kept grounding myself, kept meditating. And I feel that these tools really helped me to get through it. Of course, I'm sure I had impatient moments. I don't want to say I was all the time just chilled, like trusting 100% in the process, because I'm sure that's not the case. And there must have been moments when I was just like feeling rubbish. But again, and then... I think I did realize, okay, maybe I want to help people. Maybe I want to become a therapist or whatever. I don't think I was thinking about coaching straight away. But there was like the thought of it. But I didn't know who exactly I wanted to help, what exactly I wanted to do. And I remember I did a bit of research on the internet. And then again, university, it didn't feel aligned. Another like five years studying Hip, uh, sorry, psychology and taking a student loan and all these type of things, it didn't feel aligned. So again, there was, there is another lesson in it. There were many different options, many different pathways I could have taken. But again, the thought of going back to traditional university made me feel contracted. So that wasn't the solution to go forward. I've just taken a sip of my um, tea and yeah so I knew the answer was somewhere there and let me give you um, more details about what else was going on. So outside of my university course I worked as a receptionist, as a hotel receptionist in a hotel in Bournemouth that was quite busy. Yeah, it was busy with conferences, with events as well. There was maybe, I can't remember now, maybe five or six conference rooms. So we had a lot of events. I would be working weekends, during the week, evenings, early mornings, midday shifts, anything really. And as you would have it, in my case, the answer was all the way or all the time in front of me. It was always there. I just wasn't ready to see it when it was there. But as I was working on my energy and I was seeking guidance and I was ready to 
take another step forward, it became clear. So basically, there was um, this guy, <laughs> my future teacher, who would have events in this hotel on a regular basis, very regular basis. And I never clicked on what they are actually doing. And this is ridiculous. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, did I not never read the event sheet? So we would have this folder with all the different events that were happening in the hotel and you would have the name of the organizer, what are they doing, what kind of event that is, and description and all these type of things. And what part of my job it was to look at it and make sure that things were in place and to navigate people when they came to the hotel. And there was Adam Adam Eason, yeah? So that's the name of... um. The gentleman I studied hypnotherapy with. He has got the College of Hypnotherapy in Bournemouth and that's where I qualified. And he was in this hotel all the time. I never clicked on, never read fully that it's hypnotherapy. I never clicked on what hypnotherapy is either. Nothing. And then how did it happen? Then, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I was just, you know, processing thoughts in my head. So I knew what he was about. Well, I all well, I always called him like Adam Eason, but I never said Adam Eason, Eason hypnotherapy course. None of it. Honestly, I can't explain why and how I did not see it. But there was a colleague of mine who left and I have taken on one of her jobs, which was to check the lost properties like every, I don't know, every two weeks or something along those lines. And I checked the lost properties and there was a book by Adam Eason. So he had a couple of best-selling books. And I thought, hmm, this looks interesting. And I think we were going to get rid of it because like after three months, we gave the things to a charity shop. And I kept the book. Nobody wanted it. And it would go to a charity shop. So I kept the book. And obviously one of his students must have left it behind. I remember someone saying this was left in one of the rooms. Didn't know who it belonged to. So um, it was there for months. I think longer than three months. So I kept the book, looked at it. And I thought this is really interesting. And then I looked him up on the internet and I'm like, oh my God, he is this well-known teacher. He is so established in the field of hypnotherapy. And I was like, hypnotherapy, just hypnosis that gave me goosebumps. And then I recalled a moment when I was a child and I was playing with one of my little cousins. We were both probably about six years old. And I was back then pretending I'm a hypnotherapist. Don't ask me where this was coming from. And she was my patient and I was trying to hypnotize her. I must have seen it on a film or remember it from a past life. I don't freaking know. But when I discovered that my teacher had, you know, so many resources online, I went home, downloaded his free ebook, bought some of his hypnosis recordings, listened to it. And I knew in that very moment, this is it. I am meant to be a hypnotherapist. But there were months when I was waiting for any kind of guidance and this was in front of me the whole time, but perhaps I wasn't ready to see it. I didn't have my eyes wide open enough and my heart 
opening up. And maybe this was just the perfect timing for me to realize, look, there is this option for you. Let's look into it. So I read his free ebook online straight away, started practicing his hypnosis recordings, straight away looked on his website, realized that you can actually get trained with him and become a clinical hypnotherapist. And so I looked into it, started doing my research, and all of this happened very quickly, very quickly. So I downloaded the brochure, How to Become a Hypnotherapist, and I even inquired because they literally had like um, like an offer on. If you bought it within the next two weeks, you would get like maybe £600 discount or something along those lines and I thought oh that would be cool but then I checked the price and I realized I did not have the money I was just finishing my university degree I was you know working four days per week three days at uni I did not have spare money to pay for the course so I felt a little discouraged however the calling was so strong there was something inside of me that was telling me, look, this is it. So I wasn't giving up. I even worked out, okay, what would happen if I did it next year? But again, the idea of next year was making me feel contracted. My intuition was guiding me to believing, to just have a you know, strong sense of faith and to not give up. So I was open to what was going to unfold. And mind you, I had no backup plan. I didn't know what was going to happen. I did not apply to any other course. I did not apply to that following one more year at uni to, you know, get another degree in events management and just have the master's. And and yeah, I didn't do that. So I literally was just like in this in-between phase when you just don't know what's going to happen. But I was just believing, believing. And I remember calling my aunt and I said, I think this is it. You know, I really want to do it. My aunt is someone who's been always cheering me on on my own journey. So she she sounded excited, but she said, you know, be open. Maybe there is another teacher, but it's more important that you know in which direction you want to go. And there will be different people just in case you cannot manage to study with this teacher. So I did inquire, but then obviously I didn't respond back to their email because I knew I didn't have the money to pay in full straight away to receive the £600 discount. And then I was walking one day on my way to an evening shift at the hotel and I was just was beautiful sunny probably beginning of June or something or the end of May not sure was listening again to this hypnosis recording or to one of his audios and I just it was just getting me high I was just feeling so good and then I had this idea what if there was a scholarship what if there was I don't know a competition or something and I would win it and I would have the opportunity to start studying there in September and I would become a hypnotherapist. Remember just playing with the idea for a minute. I forgot about it, got to work. And a week later, I received an email from Adam Eason himself, from the teacher, from the director, founder of the school of the College of Clinical Hypnosis. 
saying that he has seen I inquired in the past. I think his assistant passed my email on to him. And I got a feeling, I'm not sure. I, I, and he said, look, I have decided to do a scholarship for the first time. I was just like, what the fuck? A scholarship? I was going nuts. And I think it was in the middle of Bournemouth somewhere <laughs> on the square that I couldn't believe the email I received. I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, this is it. This is my chance. <laughs> and and what happened next? <laughs> and he said, I will be announcing a scholarship and either one or two people would be granted with 50% of the fee and some other bonus something else was was on top of it i think it was access to his online membership or some materials on top of it <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> just breathing really fast <laughs> so i got really really excited and And he did ask in the email whether I would be interested. And then he also added, I think I know who you are. I don't think there are many Stepankas out here in Bournemouth. So he obviously realized who it was who inquired about his course and that it's me from the hotel because I've talked to him in the past. I've talked to him many times and... I spoke, you know, I was booking rooms for his guest speakers for his courses and I would always greet him, his class assistants, his students and so on. I, I know this is crazy. I never clicked on that they are doing hypnosis. I don't know what I thought it was about. I always thought, yeah, it's a conference. They're learning something. I, I can't believe I was so blind to it. And that's the thing. Sometimes the answer is straight in front of us and we don't see it. So one of my favorite mantras is that I'm open and I'm receptive to all the guidance, to everything I need to see, I need to receive, I need to realize, you know, I'm bringing my awareness to what is important. But again, maybe this was divine timing. So he, so I realized that he knows who I am because of my name. My name is <laughs> rather unusual. Um, and he said, um... If you would like to take part in the scholarship, then in the competition for the scholarship, then you need to complete this essay. And he sent questions and he said, you know, I think you've got, I got a feeling I had like three days or like 48 hours. So I believe I received the email in the afternoon and it had to be there in two days time or something like this. And I had shifts at the hotel and it was one of my colleagues birthday. I, I said, look, I can't come to your birthday party. I'll just spend the whole time writing this essay. And I answered the questions. I was buzzing. I was buzzing. It was like dream coming true. And all of this from me getting to know who he was getting that book from Lost Properties and then applying for the scholarship, that was within weeks. Sometimes things can start happening very quickly after having like months of not knowing, months of like just being totally unaware, being totally confused. 
and I submitted my thing. I was really happy with it. And then he said he was going to let me know, I think within two days. But I didn't hear anything back. And it was the first time that weekend me and my partner were actually traveling up here to North Devon, to where we live right now. And we were visiting his family here. And so I was having a chilled weekend and got back on Monday, still no response, nothing. So I was getting a little nervous and I think it was a bit delayed. And then on Tuesday, I received an email that I have won the scholarship. I was ecstatic. I was jumping up and down. <laughs> and the thing is, then I looked at how much I had to pay. I had to pay it in full. So he said, oh, you need to pay the remaining 50% in full and do it now. And I think I was still missing <laughs> a couple of hundred pounds <laughs> to pay even just the 50%. <laughs> so I don't know. I definitely remember I was just transferring money from all of my different accounts all into one. And I think my aunt had to lend me a couple of hundred pounds so I could do it without actually then struggling and not having any money to eat or any so I did pay it in full had the money from her had plenty of money for myself then a couple of months later mm -hmm. I remember you know having that money for her again so yeah so that's how it happened and then I started studying hypnosis a year I was attending classes and then it took me another like nine months to complete all the work so almost two years of studying clinical hypnosis but it was a learning process it definitely helped me to go to my next level and um, well, once I was accepted and I was given like pre-work by him, by Adam Eason for the summer before we started, I was just so excited. It finally felt like I am doing what I'm meant to do here on this planet, that I'm just finally getting closer, that up until then I was just like looking for my calling. I didn't know what it was. And it's so funny because as a child, I always had a deeper knowing. I always wanted to study hypnosis and not hypnosis. I didn't always know that. Sorry, I meant psychology, I meant therapy, healing modalities. I knew there is more to life and that we are meant for more so to speak at the same time i also trust that maybe the past experiences the things i have gone through they were part of my own development and part of my own journey and i needed them as actually to get to where i am and yeah i don't think i would have enjoyed studying like traditional psychology either at university so Looking at it from like now, from this current perspective, I am great that things worked out in this way. And just to finish the story, I was still working in a hotel. And as you know, hotel or hospitality work is very irregular and that wouldn't work with my course. So the hypnotherapy course were taking, was taking place at weekends in the same hotel where I was working. <laughs> and I 
I couldn't really stay in that job. Not only I wasn't happy there anymore, it just hotel work was just doing my head in, <laughs> being at reception. And I just felt also there was a lot of negative energy, loads of staff coming and going. And I don't think that was my kind of jazz. It worked well for me when I was a uni student. Now with my hypnotherapy course, it was a bit different. It was different kind of studying. Uh, well, to be honest, I feel like my hypnotherapy course was harder than me studying at two different universities before I just you know it gave it so much effort like I was doing everything like 150% but just my job at reception wasn't really aligned with me studying this course my boss did you know I told her I won the scholarship I'm gonna be studying hypnosis and she was happy for me but at the same time she said look you will have to take holiday right now for every single weekend because you we can't give you weekends off this is hospitality you know weekends are our busiest times which I knew anyway so I was on the sly <laughs> on the sly looking for a different job but it took me months, literally from like June when I got accepted for hypnotherapy course, I kept looking for a job and it was September, no sorry, it was the end of August and I still didn't have it. Again, another challenge and that's the thing, sometimes you will come across something that looks like a challenge because I felt so freaking challenged, like before I applied to hypnotherapy, like I told you, I spent loads of time in nature, meditating and all that jazz, but I felt much calmer when it came to my job and I knew I needed financial stability, I needed a job which would be Monday to Friday, no weekends, no late evenings, I need a regular routine, I just couldn't get anything. It just people wouldn't be coming back to me and then my like fears like, oh my God, is it because I'm a foreigner? Is it because of my accent? Why am I not finding a freaking job? And it was literally like last weeks or a couple of last weeks in August and I finally got invitation for this interview. And it was at local college Funnily enough, the college I had studied at before. So literally full circle moment. I end up studying hypnotherapy at my previous job in that hotel. And I end up working at the college where I had studied before. It's funny, isn't it? How these two places like swapped. I left the college and went back into it, left the hotel, went back there to study <laughs> How funny is that, isn't it? Just thinking about it now gives me goosebumps because such an incredible journey for me and those couple of months were just transformational. So again, there was a lot of internal work and finally this right job came to me and I felt really lit up. I knew it was the right thing, really excited, got accepted to work in an international office at the college, working with international students. Again, something I'm really passionate about as well. So it was something I was enjoying and the lie would have it finally. I actually had colleagues who would be into the same things. Colleagues I would truly resonate with and they were spiritual like me and that's the thing. When you start tapping into it, you will start attracting these type of people, these type of events, these type of um, really situations and opportunities. So everything fell in place 
couple of weeks before I started the hypnotherapy course, I had a new job. I had a regular life, Monday to Friday, able to study at weekends. And yeah, just an incredible period in my life. So I thought I'm going to share this with you. This is obviously not where my own journey ended. It's not like, yeah, and then from there onwards, everything was easy and clear. It's always a journey. You know, I am facing challenges in my everyday life as well. And just because I'm a coach and a hypnotherapist doesn't mean I've got it all worked out, doesn't mean I've got all the ducks in one and each row. Of course, I come across challenges and sometimes I'm like, okay, where is this heading? (laughs) What is it that I'm doing? But it's normal. That will always be there. But I wanted to share this story with you because I know there are women listening to this podcast who are maybe like asking themselves, what is my calling in life? What is my soul's calling? I'm not really that happy in my current job or... I know there is something more to life. So I just want you to know because there is a solution to it. There is something you here to do. And I believe that all of you listening to this are light workers. If you don't know who is a light worker, it's basically a person, a spiritual being, because we are all spiritual beings, just having a human experience, that you are someone who lights up the world. And you will light up the world by doing the things that light you up, the things that make you happy. For me, it is about working with other women and giving that guidance and supporting them and being that uplifter for other people. The thing is, just because you are a light worker, it doesn't have to mean that you need to do the same thing as I. doesn't have to mean that you have to be a coach or a healer straight away. It could be that you are a baker and you're just putting so much love into cake making and it lights you up and your products then light up the world. And that's the thing. So whatever you are doing, Lightworker is not just about your job. It's about the state of being. And I truly believe that is our life purpose. Life purpose is less about what you're doing, but more about who you are being. So let me know whether my story resonated with you, whether you would like more episodes like this. Share it on Instagram, share it with others, send me a message whether you really enjoyed it. I genuinely want to know. I want to know more about you, about who you are, what you're currently working on. Is there a calling in your soul? Maybe you still don't know what the calling is. Maybe you know, but you just worry about How am I going to get there? There might be some fears attached to it. That's the thing. Very often our fears and insecurities are the gatekeepers of our biggest dreams, of our biggest desires. And the same thing happened with me. Don't you think lots of fears came up for me when I was applying for hypnotherapy, when I started studying all the way through the course, I had insecurities coming up. I had imposter syndrome, who the fuck am I to do this work? Or I would be like, am I good at it? You know, can I even do it? I can't remember uh, how to do this technique or maybe I'm not meant to do this. Or a big one, I got accent. I'm a foreigner. Are they going to accept me in the course? Everyone else is British. Am I going to fit in there? All these different fears and freaking insecurities will be always there. There is no magic. There is no hypnosis I could do on you to help you get rid of all your fears. 
The thing is, fears are an indication that you are on the right path because when we are answering those deeper calls, when we are answering those soul's callings, fears will come up because we are getting out of our comfort zone. That's normal. That means you are doing the right freaking work. So lovely ladies, I'm gonna love you and leave you for now. Please share your feedback and send me a message. I love chatting with you. I hope you enjoyed it. Take care my lovelies. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.